Good morning, everybody, and welcome again to another episode of the Self Mastery Podcast. And um, here I am, Rahim Hamada and Aaron Timms, and we are now going into the topic of the self mastery. Good morning, Aaron, and how are you this week? Everything good? Life is good. Good morning. Life is wonderful. Thank you. Good morning. Great to be here. Nice. Okay, so we decided of a, of a bit of a structure to do like for, for our podcast. And the first thing we said we are going to talk about is one word and we're trying to define it, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, I mean, really what this is about is a journey to creating a magical life you love. And uh, the title of my book is Everything Starts With You. The big question is, who are you? So I think it would be fitting to define the word you because... So many people, when I, if you ask the big question, the big question, who are you? Uh, I think most people struggle to answer it. I did for many years. So let's start by defining it. So you, the spiritual being, the life force, the energizer. You, Y-O-U, which is your own universe. So you is the acronym for your own universe. It's that which you can own, be responsible for, and control your field or sphere as of thought or activity regarded as a distinct comprehensive system. The combination of you as a spiritual being, your knowledges, your experiences, your levels of mastery, your level of integrity, your honor, and your truths. This is where all of your viewpoints on life emanate from. Your own universe is your position in life, is what you basically are, is who you basically are, what drives you forward through time, is what all your goals and actions are based on. The word you is the acronym for your own universe. Nice. Um, very, very interesting. But I think it will take time for for people to, to let it sink in. It's a, it's a lot of things, but it makes sense. But it makes sense. Yeah, okay. it's a deep definition and it, and it will unravel itself as the episodes go on. I mean, we'll dive a little bit into it today. Um, you know, but as, as the episodes go on, I think that the understanding of that will become a lot clearer. Okay. So, yeah. So about the, the first chapter, you said, I wrote, uh, I read in your book, you're talking about the super conscious definition, right? Super conscious uh, and the ascension as well. And you mentioned that these two words were very, very important to know before we start to go into, into in depth. So can you explain what is super conscious in a very uh, easy uh term let's say or like in a very simple yeah absolutely um super conscious think of it like this um i'll share with you uh, uh my viewpoint on it and i'll read you the definition as well is that we have we have a mind and of course we have different layers of the mind we have the conscious unconscious uh, subconscious unconscious etc now the mind is although Please don't confuse the mind and the brain as same, the same thing. They are separate entities. And I think that's really important to understand from the off. So the mind is like um, a field of energy. Mm. And it actually, I mean, science is even now proven. You can, through EEGs, uh, you can prove that actually the mind expands beyond the, beyond the physical body, beyond the skull and the brain. So the mind is like this energy force. Now, we have a mind as an individual. You know, you, you can think for yourself and you can have ideas and visions and think words and all of these things. The superconscious is like the the connection between this this field of energy. You know, Einstein called it the, the fabric of space-time. And it's 
It's a field of energy. We can't perceive it through our senses, but we know it's there. Science has proved it. So there's a field of energy, which is like a universal energy. And then we have an individual mind and the superconscious. Imagine it is like the bridge between this field of energy and our individual human mind. And it's like the gateway where we can access that intelligence. So that's like the best way to describe it, I think. And, and the, the actual definition of superconscious is transcending human consciousness. So going beyond our own individual mind. Uh, beyond the three-dimensional physical world. And it's to be conscious is to have knowledge or to be aware of one's environment, including the who, the what, the where, the whens, everything in our environment, including our own body, the inner environment of thoughts and emotions also. So super is excellent or mastery. Therefore, superconscious is mastery of consciousness. Or in other words, it's heightened levels of awareness. Okay. So, so basically you're saying that there is there is like a big universal entity that's surrounding us. And that's basically like the, the, the universe, the, the, the energy of the whole universe. And we are kind of connecting to that through the superconscious. Does that make sense? Is yeah, that exactly. Right? That. Is it... Okay. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being underwater in a swimming pool mm -hmm. and it's like, imagine we were both diving and you're a diver. Right? So imagine we were both diving in a swimming pool and you were teaching me. Now you would be you would be maybe at one end of the pool, I'd be at the other end of the pool, and we're looking at each other, and you and I are separate bodies, we're separate entities, yet we're actually connected because the water is touching you and it's touching me. And 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 actually that's exactly what this like field of energy is like. We are that there is no empty space or time. Now, obviously, when we look, it, it appears like there's space between you and I. But actually, the reality is, is there's like an energy field of energy waves and any energy particles. Um, and, and again, this is a science. It's just it's a different frequency to our ears and our eyes. So we can't see it, but it's there. And what we think, these energy waves that we put out affects the field around us. And our superconscious is it's like those energy waves that, that leave our mind and enter into the field. OK, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I like this acronym. It's good. Okay, so, and also you were mentioning ascension and how to ascend. Yeah, <laughs> so an ascension is like, and an experience of an ascension is, um, anyone who's listening, have you ever felt like you just feel huge? You feel like you can take on the world, you feel powerful, you feel like, you know what, I can achieve anything or be anyone. And of course, we've had moments where we feel really small and everything's a challenge and we feel overwhelmed. Well, an ascension is the opposite. It's like when you feel huge, it's when you feel expanded beyond your own body. Um, and this is, this is when you have a major realization or a major win in life. And what happens is, is you actually regain a lot of who you are. Now, our attention, think of like where we place our attention. Think of them as attention bits or life force particles, you could say. It's almost like a currency. Now, if, if you place your attention, if your attention is stuck on something, it could be like a loss or a trauma or something, then it kind of drains us. We feel small. But when we, we have a realization that maybe frees our attention from that, we have a major win. All of a sudden, we have all of this freed up energy and attention, and we go and we expand outwards. And it's like we rise above the limitations that we previously carried. So that an ascension experience is an expansion of self. Now we use this and we put it into a simple five-step process where 
you can actually harness this ability and ascend beyond the programs, the automated programs that have been conditioned into, into our minds through our experience of life. So we ascend beyond those. And in that moment, we're no longer trapped in, in those programs, in this identity, in, that, in who we think we are, our conditioning of life. We're, we're free to be limitless. And all of a sudden we open up, and this is where the superconscious comes in. We're, we're actually operating from a superconscious viewpoint as opposed to uh, an individual viewpoint. It's more objective rather than subjective. Mm. And that is an ascension. And that's what we teach people to do. We teach people to have ascension so that they can get bigger than who they believe they are and step into their power of who they really are. Okay. And this this process, obviously, you've done it before with lots of students and stuff, and it it works, right? You've done it a few times. But is it, can you keep it though? Can you, can you, can you keep <laughs> having that feeling like I can, because I think everybody uh, in the listeners and myself included, we've felt that, uh, that uh, very powerful feeling. It's an amazing feeling, but also like it doesn't last, you know, like you have it for a while. It's like, yeah, I have it. Like you're just like super energetic. And then all of a sudden after a while, it's like something happened and then just, it goes away. So I think it's it's going to be amazing to find a way to just like tap into it every time. So, so yeah, what is, it, what, are you, are you planning to share that uh, process now with us or, uh, or are you saving that for later? I'm saving that for later. Okay. Uh, I want to say, uh, I want people to have some knowledge because knowledge, knowledge isn't necessarily, it won't create a new experience, but it can, it is always the gateway to new experiences. Um, so I want people to have an understanding and get some knowledge before they have this process. I would love to give it to people. Um, but to something I just want to say on the Ascension thing, because you because you brought it up, and this is very important. Something that happens, and I see this a lot, people have Ascensions and they don't know it. Uh, and, and what happens, and you said it, actually, do you stay in this state? Well, anyone listening, have you ever been to a personal development event or you've ever been to a workshop or ever had like a, a spiritual experience maybe? and you felt incredible, and then you come home, and then a few days later, you feel terrible. It's almost like you've gone from this massive high to like almost a, dep a depressive state. And, and I bet anyone who's listening will say yes to that. And, and, and the reason is this, is because often we go to these events, we have these major realizations, we connect with people, we have this, an ascension. Well, what happens in an ascension? You expand, so you feel massive. So all of a sudden, as you get bigger, your life feels smaller. So unknowingly, you look at life and the games you were playing in life seem, seem like they have less meaning. So all of a sudden, what, what you had a meaningful life or what you perceive to be a meaningful life, you go to this event, you realize you're capable of so much more, you can do so much more. So then you go back into life and actually life doesn't feel quite the same. And, and, and there's like, it's almost like you don't fit your life anymore. And I see this a lot. Ascensions can be the causes of depression if they're not handled with a lot of care. How do we handle that? Well, we have a we have a process. It's called an ascension, big win or blowout, and um, a stabilization. So we help people to stabilize the ascension. Now, uh, that's a bit more of a like a one to one coaching thing. But I, you know, as we go through the episodes, I will share some tips on that for sure. One of those tips is, and this is probably the biggest one. If that ever happens to you, if you ever have an ascension and you feel great, you feel amazing, and then you find you feel a crash. The reason is this, you need to find a new point B. So if you're taking notes, take notes now. <laughs> if, if you, let me give you an example. You have a goal in life. Uh, let's say it's a, um, I don't know, give me a goal, Raheem. Give me a goal, a life uh, goal. 
a life goal uh becoming becoming rich there you go becoming rich for example okay awesome that's it i love that one actually because a lot of people aspire towards that so the goal is to become a millionaire to get your first million so you're working towards that you're working towards that you're really driven your focus is forwards onto that goal well all of a sudden and 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 in the background there'll be a there'll be the idea of when i get there i'll be happy now is not enough now that might not be a conscious thought but that will that's a process running in the back of the mind now what happens is is we you reach the million it's like yes and you you have an ascension because it feels amazing you feel you know you feel incredible all of a sudden life's going to change you feel massive and then all of a sudden you have a crash and you see this with rock stars and pop stars like they they hit the top of their their game and then they crash and it's for this reason so all of a sudden you had a meaningful life working towards something we call it a point b a destination a dream a goal so you're you're at point a and you need to be working towards point b so what we say is okay so what's the next bigger game that's the question like write this down anyone who's listening write that question down it's a game changer the first question is what states abilities or powers are switched on and the second question is what is my next bigger game because when you achieve a goal you must instantly get your next point b your next goal because otherwise you're going to stagnate life will start to deteriorate or feel like it's deteriorating um so that's how you handle an ascension so sorry i went off track but it's so important so important yeah no i'm just thinking of of i mean i think that uh, that also one of the things that are very important is also to 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 just enjoy the journey as well that's very important because like people tend to when they have a goal and they just like forget completely like to appreciate what they have at the time you know like that would be like okay i'm just when i get there i'm going to be happy when i get there i'm going to be happy and they kind of lose like enjoy, be happy now while you're trying to get there that's also like uh, something for me important i i guess uh so yeah i mean that's uh that's, that's my thought as well for hmm. me like, that's a beautiful lesson i mean that is that that's the ultimate life lesson because happiness you can't find happiness in the future because it doesn't exist you can't find happiness in the past because it doesn't exist they're just ideas and, and mental constructs so if you're if you're anchoring your happiness on an, on an end destination and you don't enjoy now well guess what you'll never be happy because there, there is only ever now. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. Okay, so about this, uh, our uh, lesson, or uh, about this episode specifically, what is the 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 main lesson or principle you want to teach in it? I want to share with people first of all the principle of why we get stuck in a life that we um, that doesn't bring us complete contentment you know for some people it'll be stuck in life they're really unhappy for some people it will be they're kind of happy but the point is is like why do we get stuck in a life we either don't want or doesn't bring us true contentment and there's two there's two games in life that we can play all of us are playing unknowingly or knowingly it's either the self-sabotage game where we're stuck oscillating one step forward two step back two step forward one step back or the, the creation game. I call it the superconscious creation game where we're actually advancing towards where we want to go. And there's a reason for that because uh, I call it we're living in the ordinary world or the superconscious world. Why is that? Well, because there's a journey. And 
the, the principle of chapter one of the book is the journey to creating a magical life you love. And what it teaches in the book is, is there's, there's steps. So you are a, a spiritual being or this creative life force. And you enter into your mother's womb as a baby. So you, you start to grow into a human body. Mm-hmm. And as you are in your mother's womb, you are wholeness, what we call wholeness. Now, what that means is that just by definition, wholeness means contentment. So simply by existing, you're, you're content. So you want for nothing, you need for nothing. And you're also part of everything because you're part of this like universe. So just the, the, just the simple act of existing causes happiness. And then all of a sudden, you are born. You're literally ejected into the world through the process of birth. Now, you've gone from wholeness and this complete contentment to all of a sudden being an individual. You've got this body and you don't really know what's going on. And um, then you have to cry when you need feeding or you need a cuddle or whatever it might be. So that, that teaches us, actually, I need to cry to be loved or I need to cry to be cuddled. So what happens is it starts to already at a very, very young age, it teaches us we're not enough as we are. And then, and then we have to the scream to get fed and, and all of these things. So what it means is, is that our survival instincts kick in. And this is the process. It's at this very young age where we start to already get stuck in this world that we don't really want to be in, the ordinary world or this, this, this survival instinct. So already you're going from creator to survivor. And the idea is to switch back from survival to creator. So survival st- in- instincts kick in as a baby and we start to learn to survive. Now, how do we do that? Well, step two, if you like, or well, the second part of the journey is we create an identity. So of course our parents give us a name and we start to have personality traits. And then even at a very young age, say for example, um, let's say you've got a brother or a sister and they take up a lot of time with their parents. You, you, you know, your dad or your mom um, is working a lot. You know, life life is just happening, right? It's it's the same for all of us in, in ways or similar for all of us. So you want attention. So you start to scream or you start to misbehave or you're mischievous or whatever it might be. And you get attention. Now, all of a sudden, you're developing a character, which isn't who you are. Maybe let's call it the identity of attention seeker, for example. So you, so life is teaching you to become an attention seeker. Now, what happens is that becomes an identity and it starts to become the way you think, act and feel, which is your personality. So what happens here is at a very young age, we start to become a personality. And this personality then becomes, uh, we get very attached to that's who we think we are. And that's not who we are. It's just who life has taught us to be. And this is, this is people must understand this because people get trapped in this idea of, oh, this is just me, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not intelligent enough, or, you know, well, you know, they're clever, I'm not. And it's not true. It's just, it's, it's not who you are. It's just maybe who, who, what life has taught you to be. And that there's a massive difference. So what happens is then, this is what I call like step three of the journey, if you like, of, of life, is as we develop this personality, this identity, who we think we are, not who we really are, we start to develop games in life. We start to develop situations in life that feed our identity's need for significance and its own need for survival. So what happens is, is 
the the situations, the, the games we play in life, the realities that we create unconsciously and unknowingly are equal to our identity because our identity creates that to feed its own need for significance and survival. So all of a sudden, life's happening to us and not for us. And it's, this is why I call unconscious living. Right? And we all go through this process. Uh, and this is what I call being stuck in the ordinary world, living in the ordinary world and feeling trapped. And then, of course, where there's a part of our soul, there's a part of who we really are that knows we're born for more, that knows that, that, that we're, we're, we want to contribute. We want to do something meaningful in life. And then we have this identity or, or the truth is a set of identities, this set of identities that are trying to survive and trying to feed their needs for significance. So what happens is, is you've got one reality that your identities are creating that you think is you. And then you've got a desire for more, which is who you really are. And this causes inner conflict. And, and that is the cause of inner conflict. It's the cause of unhappiness. It's the cause of not living the way that we want to live. It's the cause of maybe being trapped in a relationship that we're not really happy in. It's the cause of being trapped in a job we're not happy in. Or pretty much everything is identity conflict. So that's what, what I call the ordinary world, the self-sabotage game. And the, the fifth stage of the journey, and this is where we really come in, is, is the, what I call like the moment of, of miracles and magic. And this is to learn this principle. And this is really what I want anyone listening to this today, please you know, take this away from today is that you are not your body. You are not your mind. You are not those set of identities. You know, a classic one is people pleaser. I think 95% of people I've met have that one, <laughs> including myself, not now, but I did. You know, people pleaser, attention seeker, you know, there's lots of these identities. So you're not your body. You're not your mind. You're not these identities. You are a creative life force. And the realization of that and this is why I don't want to share the process here. I want people to have this knowledge because then they'll understand the gravity of the process. Now, this is the moment of miracles and magic. This is this is the this is the first step, if you like, into superconscious living, into the superconscious world, is to realize this principle, is to realize this as a truth, is to realize that you are capable of so much more, is to realize that an identity. It has its own thoughts, it has its own perceptions, it has its own dreams and goals, it has its own emotional patterns, its own behavioral patterns, it has its own reality, and that's not yours. So the realization of that is the, is the, beginning, of, um, is the beginning of a new life. Now, the next step, if you like, the journey to creating a magical life you love, we, we call it step six or phase six, is true alignment. And we say to people, you know, to... to to move all, all creation happens in true alignment and this is a universal law and and if you look at um look at a child it is the true alignment it's the perfect harmony of a man and a woman coming together if you look at a tree or a plant it's it's true alignment it's the perfect harmony of the coming together of the seed and the sunlight and the the soil and the and the water now creation happens in true alignment meaning if you want to be a, a creative life force, if you want to create a, a life that you love, you have to move into true alignment. So one of the first things that we help people to do is to do that. Now, we have what I call five choices of true alignment. And I'm, I'm going to read them out to you very quickly. I choose to create a magical life I love. And that's really what I've already shared. It's making a conscious decision. Decisions shape our destiny. Decisions create create our reality so it's making the conscious decision to create a life that you love 
starts with knowing who you are and by knowing who you are, truly are, not who you think you are as an identity, but who you are, knowing what you want and then working towards it. I choose number two, the choice of true alignment. Choice two, I choose to live in a healthy body I love. As I mentioned earlier, you know, life is energy and energy flows through us. And part of that is having an, a, a healthy body. So if you really, if you really want to create a life that you love, it's important to live in a healthy body that you love as well. Uh, that will help you to move into the zone. Uh, number three, I choose to use my mind as a creative life force. This means that you are always creating. Einstein said that we only ever use 1% of our potential. Well, the deeper truth is, is that we probably only use 1% of our potential for what we want. We actually probably use 99% of our, our power against ourselves. Negative self-talk, being trapped in trying to fix ourselves rather than create our own reality. So the third choice of true alignment is choose to use your mind as a creative life force not as a, a self-sabotaging machine. Uh, number four, the fourth choice is I choose to live a meaningful life of passion and purpose. True alignment, you know, there's, there's, there's a human, uh, we have human needs and we have spiritual needs. And our spiritual needs of contentment mean contribution, contribution and giving. So if you really want to be happy, if you really want to be in true alignment, if you really want to be a creative life force, you have to be contributing. You have to be giving, and it can be to the planet, to people, to whatever it is for you, um, but that's important. And the fifth choice, and this is probably one of my favorites, is I choose to play the game of life with freedom as a spiritual being. That choice changed my life because when I realized that I'm not this body, I'm not Aaron as an identity, it's a label that my mom and dad gave me when I realized that. It, it actually removed judgment from others in a massive way. And it gave me this freedom to play life in a different way. And that, that experience of freedom is a spiritual freedom. And that will help you to move into true alignment. So as you start to, you go through these phases of the journey, be born, create an identity, get stuck in the patterns, then create a reality around the identity. And then you start to realize that's not me. Then you move into true alignment through these choices and through some of the things that we teach then is the superconscious ascension process. And this is, this is where I'm getting to. And this is the process we'll give you as the episodes go on. The superconscious ascension process basically will take you out of the patterns of the, the, the automated programs that are conditioned into the mind. That's the identities. So they will, it will take your awareness from outside the box of those identities, rise up, we call it recode or and, and shift the identity into consciously creating an identity that matches your true desires. Mm. And that's the superconscious ascension. It's a simple five-step process, and we'll go into it in detail in another episode. And then the last phase of the journey is live as a superconscious being. It's, it's, it's create life so it happens for you, not to you. It's create your dreams and make them a reality. It, um, and that's the big shift. And, and that's really what we're teaching is, and, and the principle of this podcast, this episode, sorry, is, well, and the podcast, <laughs> but is you go through the ordinary world, this unconscious cycle, and then you come through into super conscious living and you move into, into, into living a life you want. And the, 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 the sad truth, the deeper truth is that most people on this planet they get stuck in that ordinary world. They don't make it to, to step five or phase five where they realize it's not who they are. 
And that's the mission. That's the purpose of this podcast. It's, you know, it's why we're sharing this is to help people to realize actually there's more. So, um, well, I have a question. So, so for me, some of the, the, the five, uh, the, the alignment, uh, the alignment choices and the five uh, decisions that you mentioned. Yeah, I choose to live in a healthy body. I love that makes sense. Okay, so basically, yeah, you train, you work out, and stuff like that. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, uh, but like, I want to go to the first one, which is choose to create a magical life of love. Uh, I love, and basically knowing who you are, who you truly are, as you said, that's not a very easy thing to do. How? How? Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's nice, okay, find who you are, but how can someone find out who he really is? That is a great question. And there's there's a conceptual answer to that, and there's a, there's a process to it. The okay. conceptual answer is understand, is knowledge. Knowledge removes any ignorance, and ignorance is a block to awareness, and it's a block to experience. So knowledge... So define you, which we defined um, earlier in the, in the episode, mm -hmm. define body, define mind, define identity. So you have knowledge and understanding of those separate pieces. It's like, if you want to understand how, what, how a car works, you have to understand the engine, the suspension, the body, the chassis, et cetera. So look at the components of, of what makes up you. And, and in its simplest form, it's the body, the mind, the spiritual being, and the identities so go and read the definitions of those and uh, i'm i can share those with the the readers if we've got somewhere i can post that or put share it, in, it the, in the podcast yeah sure brilliant well i've got some phenomenal definitions so we'll, we'll post that for anyone listening so step one is read that so you get your knowledge expands around who you are now the second the second phase is to to go a layer deeper on this is your Find areas of passion in your life. What is it that lights you up inside? It could be, it could be a sport. It could be music. It could be, it could be something creative. It could be coaching. It could be, you know, it could be anything. Find an area of passion because passion is like when there's true passion. When you, when there's energy, you know, if you, if you're, if you've got to really pull yourself out of bed to do something, that is definitely not your passion right <laughs> if you jump out of bed and you're super excited to do it then well that gives you a clue so so you look for the clues you know find your areas of passion because when you find your areas of passion passion is an expression of your soul and that will start to like give you direction and indicate you towards where your areas of passion are and that will start to give you a clear indication of of who you are it will start to help you um Part of understanding who you are is understanding who you are not. Because that's often the big blockage. And to understand who you are not, you've got to start to look. Okay, so look at the areas where you're not happy. And let's take um, let's take a relationship, for example. Okay, so, so say, for example, you're not happy in your relationship. Well, ask the question, in my relationship, what identity do I wear? And then name it, give it a name. And it might be, um, it might be um, submissive. It might be the controller. It might be, um, it could be, uh, it could be like the loving husband. It could be the workaholic. I mean, there's a million, yeah. there's a million. Um, but, but get it named. And then 
there's a process for this. Now, this, this to be honest, this really requires a, a little bit of one-to-one coaching. But I, the process, what it does is it helps you to, first of all, name the identity, because this is who you are not. And this is your, it's almost like you're putting on a costume of who you are not. And it could be the workaholic, the people pleasing, whatever the identity. And you're wearing this costume. So you've got to take the costume off. And as you take the costume off, it will start to expose who you are. So, so name the identity. When you get it named, you've got to start to pull it apart from you. How do you do that? Well, with, there's a process that we do for people. Now, what the process does is it separates you from the identity. How do we do that? Well, we ask you questions. Where are you? Where is the identity? Okay, name it. Let's say uh, people pleaser. Okay, so where is the people pleaser? And then we start, okay, so how does the people pleaser communicate? What does it look like? What are its behavioral patterns? Um, uh, we even ask things like, how is, that, how is the people pleaser imprinted on your body? Uh, how, what process is the people pleaser running on others? We have, we have a whole bunch of questions that start to really bring this identity into conscious awareness. Hmm. And then when, then what happens is, is all of a sudden, it's literally, I, I love this process. It's one of my favorites because as you start to ask these questions, you literally see the identity being pulled out of the person. It's like, it's like all of a sudden it's sat in front of them. It's no longer in them, controlling them. It's sat in front of them and they can see it for what it is. When that identity becomes then a subject, uh, sorry, an objective experience, it's not a subjective experience. You're not living it. You see it for what it is. It disappears. It starts to disappear out of your life. And what happens is, is you start to you start to shed who you are not. So you start to shed the areas of unhappiness. And that's a massive clue. If you're not happy in an area, it's because it's not true to who you are. Or there's something blocking your expression of who you really are in that area. So find areas of passion. Find out who you are not. Find out where you are naturally good. Find, you know, if you're naturally good at communicating, if you're naturally good um, at helping people, you know, maybe conversationally, if you're naturally good at sales or negotiating, like maybe that's because you're really, you're dynamic and you're really good with people, you know, um, find out where you're naturally good. Uh, it's a, in its simplest form, where you're happy and where you're where you're naturally good at something indicates to who you really are. Um, that's I hope that answers the question. <laughs> that does answer the question. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Actually, it's it's a, I think it's a very good process, and I think also I mean, you're the you know better, but like I think also what you can do is you can ask people around you for or just like check what people are asking you for skills and and you can actually ask your family or the close people. What do they see as good in you as well to give you a little bit of a of a, of another like another way of of because we are gifted in some ways and sometimes we just don't know how gifted we are but the people that interact with us all the time they see that in us so it's a it's a different perspective as well. Nice. No, that's really that's really to answer the questions in a good in a, in a very good precise way. Okay. So anything else you would like to add on this lesson for um, on this episode, I mean? No, I, no, there's nothing else I'd like to add. I think just as a, as a summary, really, is that, you know, you're not who life has taught you to be. You are capable of so much more. 
You're not your mind, you're not your body, you're not an identity. You are actually a creative life force. So if you really want to create a life that you love, find out who you truly are. We can support you with that if you want to reach out. You know, get the book, that will help you massively. Um, when you know who you are, you'll know what you want. And then using these principles, you can go out and get it. And and that's really what this is about. So just if you take away anything from today, just please take away. You are way more capable than you've ever been led to believe. Nice. All right. I will also put down in the in the description of the episode a few of the of the the links and the bo your book as well and obviously your contact information and uh, and uh, any uh, uh, books or uh, or things that the, the guys should read so that it can be like achievable or it can be easy for them to to access. Okay, and. We said that next episode, we're going to speak about what? Tapping into the field. And this is how to uh, how to become a super conscious creator and create a life that you love. Cool. Nice. All right, Aaron, that was, uh, that was brilliant. It was very actually uh, enlightening in a way because I read the book or I read chapter one of the book as we're going through the, uh, the, the podcast I'm reading as we go. So I read it and that was much more eye-opener for me than reading uh, the first chapter, actually. It was very, like, very precise. So thank you very much for that. And thank you for doing that. And uh, I will see you next week. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. And till next time.